0: All right, let's talk some overlooked stocks. George Tillis has found a few movers that you missed in today's session. Uh, joins us from Salt Lake, our contributor, to talk some Dolby Laboratories first. Uh, George, up 2%, but um, a nice, interesting little setup here in a chart that is trying to maybe move towards its recent highs. What's the latest?
1: Yeah, I mean, the recent highs that it's had, and it hasn't broken out just yet, is around 103. So I'll just point that out since you mentioned the chart initially. But we all know Dolby, um, it's basically... A leader when it comes to audio and visual engineering, uh, they you see their name across and uh, licensing across you know cinema, television, you know uh, audio engineering services is another component of their business, but also computers and gaming, and uh, you know they they have partnerships and of course license their technology, which actually represents uh, the majority of the revenue, more than ninety percent, with uh, with major companies, companies like Apple, Visio, Netflix. So these are again some of the uh, some of the uh, aspects and the components of their business and partnerships and relationships. Now, they did report earnings. Uh, I believe it was on the 30th, and it didn't actually uh, uh, do very well uh, on the earnings report. But overall, if you consider what's been going on since the earnings report, you're seeing some upgrades. You got Barrington, which actually upgraded the stock with uh, an outperform rating, and they've got a $115 price target on the name. But uh, what happened in this particular instance is they're actually citing some improving demand uh, going forward and high-value sound experience uh, synergies and, of course, uh, the manifestation of better EBITDA margins and revenue going forward, despite some of the challenges that actually Dolby talked about in their their conference call, which was sort of the uncertainty around cinema. And that's, again, important to note because we still have COVID, and that might be one of the reasons why the stock has been sort of – you know, drifting sideways overall. Uh, but but they do, again, have a pretty strong and pronounced PC business, which I think is a catalyst for the company going forward. And if anybody knows Cirrus Logic uh, or analog devices, primarily analog devices, they're actually the main competitor, but Cirrus mm. Logic has a little bit more concentration in the mobile phone space, and that's why I think it's uh, not performed as well relative to Dolby or, or analog devices.
0: Interesting, so you're basically somewhere in between like a chip maker and a a mobile communications industrial kind of parts company?
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the majority of their technologies are licensed. And I think that's important. And the reason I say it's important, because if you look at their gross margin profile, I mean, it's huge, it's like 89%. And they actually beat the the expectations of 88% uh, for the quarter. It's a very profitable company. and, And I think that one of the reasons barrington is actually increasing their price target is dolby did demonstrate very significant increase in cash from operations and that again will, will manifest in a better returns on investment going forward despite the fact that revenues you know were up 16% which is good and that's significantly higher than the same quarter last year and i think the cinema component of their licensing business was hurt because of covid we all know that but overall, uh, its its balance sheet and its cash position, its cash from operations, I think, very attractive. Because if you look at the balance sheet uh, overall, they've got about a billion dollars in cash. They're generating about uh, a billion and a half in, in total sales. And about 300 million of that in the last 12 months was basically profits. And, mm. and so their EBITDA margins are, are pretty significant in the 25% range. And that's, again relatively balanced considering it's more of a licensing and patent technology company versus a hardware-driven manufacturing company. They license and develop their technologies to other manufacturers.
0: So George, when you compare to Cirrus and uh, analog devices, right? Which, I mean, Cirrus Logic is pretty uh, skewed towards hardware, if I recall. Um, yeah. and analog devices, kind of somewhere in between too. Is Cirrus, uh, or rather, has Dolby been um hampered by the lack of like theater goers and stuff i mean because that licensing goes in a big way towards i mean film isn't that correct
1: absolutely absolutely and i think that's one of the reasons why the company had struggled last year but this has been a significant turnaround quarter because if you look at their operating margin improvement it improved by 580 basis point and so i can see why they had much better than expected cash flow operations i mean 19.6% a 19.6% operating margin. I mean, that's a pretty significant improvement relative to where they were uh, last year at about 13.8%. So they're, they're demonstrating improving internals. And, and you add that to a balance sheet, which again has a, enough cash, that's almost relative to one year's worth of sales with improving again cash from operations and very strong profitability it actually speaks towards you know, like, uh, share buybacks. And that's what they actually announced. They actually announced about a $350 million share buyback. Uh, again, that's, that's a pretty significant number relative to the total market cap. And I think that's very compelling. But they did denote that the cinema business is still kind of iffy. And there's yeah. a lot of uncertainty around that. And I think that's why, uh, essentially, the stock initially traded the downside. So I'm, what I'm doing here for this one is I can see the profitability, the potential, but you have to confirm with price action. In the 103 area, a couple of consecutive close above that, you know, that might be an entry point. It's not a suggestion or recommendation, it's just an observation. But Barrington, like I said, has about $115 target on the stock.
0: Okay, uh, interesting, George, nice uh, work there and explained to us the company that we know and we hear, but uh, you know a little bit more complicated under the hood. George, uh, what about uh, another one you got here on the list today? Green Sky, I think, is worth uh, a, a dive here because it's up big, 10%. It was up huge the last, preview, the last two days as well, trading near $7 now, which is near the high, and apparently more analysts are getting on board with this company after uh, it's earnings report, and this is another tech stock, but uh, one we haven't really talked about a whole lot, maybe within s- payments connections as well, right? Something like that?
1: Yes, it, 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 absolutely, yeah. So GreenSky is a software technology company, and it, it develops software that helps with the credit allocation process. So that includes the application for credit, underwriting, and real-time credit allocation that caters to the merchants, consumers, and banks. Right. And look this is a part and parcel of what's going on with a firm
0: for the for housing and solar installations too right is like a big part of it
1: that was that's part of their business but primarily like i said it's it's software technologies that are associated with with fintech payments and so i i think if you if you consider what's going on with the company it's it's evolving if you will as part and parcel of what's going on in this uh you know buy now pay later uh environment essentially looking at credit allocation uh for for those who are making you know acquisitions or, or purchases for things like appliances home furnishings, and so forth so stevens actually upgraded the stock today uh, and again it's a low price stock the upgrade of the stock to six dollars citigroup actually upgraded the stock as well but this also comes after uh, earnings and uh if you consider what happened on earnings, uh, they actually demonstrated about an improvement of of margins, about a 30% increase, even on margins for guidance going forward. But it also demonstrated sales growth that was relatively balanced around 2.7%. So this is a story that is for a company that's really been drifting sideways over the last three years, but overall has actually outperformed its respective peers. Companies like Affirm, uh, it's outperformed but also keep in mind that I think that the total addressable market, especially in the areas of uh, a buy now, pay later, which is associated with this massive trend uh, that is a point of service uh, or point of financing and service for installments is, is again, a catalyst for the company.
0: OK, uh, interesting. I mean, George, uh, real quick follow up here is they might be getting a little bid from the square deal we talked to firm earlier same story just kind of out of nowhere huge rally maybe these companies people are betting that they get bought out too
1: i think so i think there's a catalyst here and the catalyst is is that component of, of what's going on in the industry group this is a company that does again like i say provide those back-end software systems for that point of sell credit allocation. So this buy now, pay later concept is trending. Mm-hmm. Uh, companies like Affirm and of course Afterpay, which is acquired by Square for yeah. inorganic growth reasons. I think there's a catalyst here for Green Sky. There's also, again, like I said, analysts who are backing the stock.
0: Okay. George, thanks for the walkthrough here. A good couple overlooked stocks today. Nice work, George, finding some up movers in what ended up being a down market.